Welcome to another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Colin. I'm Donner. Oh, I'm Marley. <laughs> wow. I'm in Zoner. Texas. I'm cold. It's, it's all right. You, it's, it's 80 <laughs> degrees not, today. It was 80 degrees you today. You can't keep using that. The lights are on. You have water? Yeah. You have nothing to complain about. The ice about. in your home has melted. It's fine. My my blood is still frozen. My brain is still frozen. Your heart. Your heart is still frozen. My heart has yeah, always. I was going to say that's not new. That's Your Amazon orders are still hey, frozen. And we do have a special guest with us today, <laughs> Steph from Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Hey, Steph. Oh, hey, Steph. Hello, Steph. I have to say, Colin. Like there were a couple of times that you've played our intro music, and it was really quiet. Today was not one of those yeah. days. It was very loud in my ear holes. So. You're welcome. Well, sometimes, sometimes I like ramp it up a little. You know, give it, give it a little quiet intro, and then, then raise it no, up. No, just but go. Today, I was just going like, full blast. We're going full Colin's blast. Excited it was fine for this for episode. We got, we, we got yeah, stuff it, here. It wasn't so. too loud for me last week. It was, but this week it wasn't. Hmm. I mean, I can crank it up all the way if you want. We sound like a bunch of old people talking about this. It's too loud. (laughs) It's too loud. That music's too loud. You kids and your bops. Yep, that's right. Speaking of bops, Steph, thank you for that perfect segue into our topic tonight. Because we are talking about Britney Spears tonight. I never thought that I would ever be on a podcast talking about Britney Spears. But here I am. (laughs) You and me both, Jake. Let, let alone your let yeah. alone your own Somehow podcast. A podcast that I get to make some kind of decisions on every once in a while, and we're talking about Britney. So you I know did I did. This, I so. Anyway, um, I mean, he didn't have much of a choice because I think I think we would have just done it. Colin anyways. basically offered me an ultimatum. It was like either keeping up with the Kardashians or Britney Spears, and I was like, I guess I'll do Britney at that point. You made the better decision. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Hey, there is nothing wrong with keeping up with Kardashians. Except I, everything. That's it. Me, me, and, me and Val, me and Val Listen, are going to have a solo go, go episode. Go for it. Just, just us is, talking about Kardashians. This is for all the Uber nerds out there. I am wearing my Keeping Up with the Kardashians shirt. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Kardashians. Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, Thank I you. caught it. Good Thank job, you. Jake. Good just job. Just for you, Colin. Just for you. All right. You, you Trekkies just... So I obviously was not here last week because I was. You weren't either. I I wasn't because I was. I was weird. Because I'm not part of the podcast normally. Oh, oh, you know. Oh, that's strange. (laughs) Hence the special guest. So I, I'd like you guys. All I know is after the fact, you came and said, "Okay, this is what we're talking about next week." How did this happen? Because I, I'd really like to know, and I'm sure our listeners want to know why we're talking about Britney Spears. Uh, to be 100% honest, because Steph brought it up in, in the random Slack chat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was immediately like, yes, because yeah. I just watched that. Um, it's, it's very amazing. topical right it now. It is, yeah. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all over the sock meds. It is. Every social media yeah. that you might be following, <laughs> it's, it's all over straight the social meds. All the of Bombas the sock meds. sock meds, the I don't know any other sock. The Puma sock meds. Are these brands of sock <laughs> that you're trying to think of? I don't of? think there's <laughs> ever going to be an episode <laughs> where we're not. Two brands of socks: Puma <laughs> and Bomba. I know, like Hanes, Fruit of a Loom, like there you the Walmart go. no-name brand. You, you know, oh tube socks. You buy at the corner. 
It's fine. Nike. I get Under Armour yeah. socks. They make good socks. <laughs> they would have to, right? Because they go under stuff. I get socks that okay. that are black. So we're not. Mine have ping that's, pong that's paddles on them. Oh, Thank nice. You. So Britney Spears, we decided to talk about it. I think that this is how this episode's going to go, Jake. I, just, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. What kind of socks so does Britney wear? Steph has a notebook. She sent us a picture earlier. She's like, I'm sitting down to watch it again, and I'm taking notes, and I'm writing it all down. So I think we're actually going to be pretty well like on target most of the show once we get into the topic here. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Colin mentioned this to us, that this documentary – um, it's actually part of a docu-series that's on Hulu that the New York Times is doing, um, and they're covering different topics. And this is one called Framing Britney is the episode uh, that we're talking about, um, if you're looking for it. It's episode, yep, episode six. six. What other episodes have they done? I don't know. This was the only one I watched. They're not on Hulu. I didn't pay attention. They're, there's only <laughs> one on Hulu, and that's the Framing Britney. I don't think really? that's true. Oh, that's weird. I saw like yeah. six other ones Are there? On, or five didn't other ones. Take oh. a moment to look at them. I, <laughs> I guess when I like searched it, that was the only one that came up. It didn't show me six other or five others. I, I didn't look at them uh, closely, so I don't remember. But I this one was really good and it was very interesting because it was something I didn't really know anything about. But apparently a lot of people do. Um, and... Uh, I found it fascinating to to learn about what's going on with Britney Spears right now because she has really been in the public eye for a really long time. I mean, ever since she was a kid, and um, she's she's pretty close to my age. I think we're pretty close to the same age, and so for me, like I kind of grew up with Britney Spears, not necessarily like with her like in the same town or anything, but I mean like she reminds me a lot of, of my formative years because that's when she was becoming popular and, and everything. And, um, yeah. 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 She's 39 and, now. Yeah. I think hit me baby one more time was like one of my first CDs I got. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, oh, yeah, I had a same. burnt copy of it oh, that my, that my piracy. dad got me from work. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. but back in the day that was fine. Yes. It didn't matter back then. It's not fine now, kids. Don't steal music or movies. You wouldn't steal a DVD, so why would you steal a movie? You wouldn't steal yeah, a you car. You wouldn't steal a car. Whatever those old piracy commercials or, were, like you. Anyway. Or a policeman's like, helmet. Is Pirate Bay still a thing? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it's. I don't know. It, it's changed over the years. But, it's. Stephanie got me on. I don't. Pirate I, I don't Day. remember going. I remember when everything was happening with Britney Spears, like the whole controversy about is she too uh, much of a negative influence on young girls and um, the oversexuality uh, part of uh, you know her career. She started getting a little bit older, and then the whole Justin Timberlake. Like I remember all of the stories that they cover in this documentary. Um, and then I just stopped following Britney's career at all. And I had no idea about the conservatorship and that's where it's really interesting. Um, and so this was, this was very enlightening for me to find, uh, to, to watch and to learn about. So. Yeah. I, I first heard about, you know, the free Britney movement, even, even before this came out, like, uh, TikTok hadn't, had an insane amount of things where, where people were actually going through and like analyzing each of her yeah, uh, right. social media posts. Well, they referenced that you know, podcast the point, 
in the um yeah i think it's like britney's gram or yeah. something like that they like yeah. reference that in this um new york times documentary and it's those girls that's essentially their podcast is they just analyze the social yeah. media posts well and it is really interesting yeah. that like after her like very public mental breakdown she was kind of out of social media the shaving the head and one. then she we'll get to that yeah. and then she was in social media <laughs> and then she was out of social media again it like fluctuated yeah. a lot yeah there this documentary was made me feel like a horrible person because you talked about shaving the head um I so when I say I grew up with Britney, I remember Britney Spears and she was a thing, and I remember her music. I was never a Britney Spears fan, and probably honestly made fun of her music and her more than anything else. Um, and uh, when she was having the nervous breakdowns and you know shaving her head and doing all that stuff, I was probably making jokes about her shaving her head and things like that because we all were. yeah. And then mm-hmm. I realized watching this that, no, I'm a really horrible person because she was really struggling with a lot of mental health issues that are very real and very uh, hard to work through. And uh, and are probably a result of yeah. the fact that she's been in the limelight for her whole life, basically, and had all that pressure put on her. Yeah. Her story reminded me a yeah, lot I... of another beautiful blonde woman who was in the media a whole lot, who very publicly was having mental health problems and then ultimately died because of paparazzi. Anyone know who I'm thinking? You're comparing her to princess Diana. Is that what Um, you're? Yes. Yeah. I mean, so we lost all of our UK listeners. It's fine. It'll be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they put themselves in this limelight. Like they made a pub, like they made a choice to be in this limelight, but it ultimately like took away like they couldn't get the help they needed because of their mental health yeah. issues because the paparazzi would control that story and control that narrative. Well, and, it, yeah. well, and also well, well, and up until recently, yeah. like yeah, mental that's what health, I was going to say too. Yeah. It, yeah, it was exactly. something to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. Like you, you didn't go and and talk about all these struggles that you're having, and you know to be to be such a young pop star and to be in that you know that that light where you have all these fans that are looking up to you that's that's a huge responsibility especially for someone of that age when they're growing up through all this and and you know to have the paparazzi just you know like like in in those shoots they're just banging on her window or or just like trying to get her attention she's like obviously like I don't want you here. Yeah. Like, go away. Well, and it looked like a and lot they of just them keep keep going. Yeah, it looked like a lot of them got yeah. violent too. You know yeah. they they were just trying to get like like grabby. Like, I don't know, like for what end? Just maybe just to get her attention or something, or just to get a reaction. Well, that's another, but still, parallel. like that's not okay. Yeah, that's another parallel that's... with Diana too. She got in trouble for like lashing out at paparazzi mm-hmm. when they pushed her to the end. And then that that six or seven yeah. figure payday, though, I mean, that's good incentive. Yeah. Well, that guy that did the umbrella thing and he's like the interviewer, he's like, she never gave us any indication Listen. she didn't want us there. And then the interviewer is like, what about when she said, please leave me alone? And he was like, well, like, she would say, which I'm sure this, I love it when he says this. Well, she would maybe say, like, please leave me alone for the day. But it was never like forever. She never once said, please leave me alone for the day. Like, nobody says that. Hey, could you please leave me alone for the day? No. Like, 
That guy was that guy was a scumbag. I'm sorry, the paparazzi guy. I was like, oh, yeah. he was telling Big time. Like five minutes before, well, she and I was, was sitting there thinking, good for her for going and just bashing on that guy's car. Like I was a hundred percent for it. Like if you're if you're obviously being attacked like that and they're not letting down and like you've just had the crappiest day where you're just trying to yeah. see and your rejected kid. from seeing your kid and you can't like you're already going over the top and like these guys knew that that she wasn't able to see her kid because yeah. they followed but her she there. got demonized for it yeah well and they put her in such a bad light for the umbrella situation and that seemed to be a theme and, and the name of the the episode is framing britney and i think that that is kind of a theme throughout it that um she got demonized for a lot of stuff. I mean, when they were talking about as she was becoming popular and, you know, her music was overly sexual and it was a bad influence on girls and all of that stuff. But this was the time of boy bands and nobody was talking about the Backstreet Boys or NSYNC being too sexual. And I remember there's a music video, Backstreet Boys music video, where it's like pouring rain the whole time. And the whole thing is basically like a guy's wet t-shirt contest because they are all either shirtless or whatever. And it is, how is that any less sexual than anything that Britney did? You know what I mean? Like it's because boobs. Well, she can't help that she has boobs, right? But that's how that's how society it. is. It is. There's a double standard. Well, when this poor girl yeah. from the age when she started about ten, uh, she's been told that she's gorgeous right. and she's beautiful. They've made it really about how like yeah. sexy she. I mean, when she's sixteen, she does baby one more time, and we all know. What she wore in Baby One More Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she started to own it and own her sexuality. But they're like, wait, wait a yeah, minute. Right. <laughs> don't don't do it this way. <laughs> but you but you also have these adult yes. show hosts yeah. preying oh. on her and just just making the most sleazy comments to a girl who's when sixteen. When they talk about years her Lolita look, talking it about her me boobs. So like much. what? Yeah. Yeah. And you can just see the the, the like uh, the that cringe of just well, creepness. Well, and even on the host even face. when she was a young girl, and there was like the interviewer in there, they're like, "So do you yeah, have a boyfriend?" Ed and she's asking like, her about a boyfriend, Ed and then he's like, and "She's like, no boys yeah, are mean. I can be your boyfriend." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, do you think I'm mean? I could be your boyfriend." I'm like, "Dude, Ed, like you're 78 years old, man. Yeah, like back disgusting. off." It was gross. Uh-huh. And and just to like yeah like there are better questions yeah. out there that you can ask in like yeah. those kinds of interviews like why does well, it have to be like especially towards girls or women like why does it have to be like who they're dating and stuff and I think that's like, a big cultural thing like it's no. cute to ask a little girl if she has a boyfriend it's not and like it starts putting in their minds at a very young age that, like that's the value that they have to add to society is by being paired off mm-hmm. with a man like it, and maybe that's taking it to an extreme but it's really not though is it i mean when people i think you bring up a good point though jake because i mean ed mcmahon was like 150 back then and obviously he's from a different time uh and the past there was a lot i've I've said it before it doesn't make it right but the past there was a lot of stuff that people did that you know was socially acceptable i don't know that it's much better now though i'll be honest 
No, probably but, not. Yeah, people still ask probably my daughter not. about her boyfriends. Yeah. And whenever people talk about that, I just, or they're, they're like, she's flirting. I'm like, she's three. She's not flirting. I always tell them she's, um, <laughs> she's networking because oh, yeah. she's going to be a CEO. Yeah. Like, stop <laughs> making it about, yes. like, if you're going to yes. make a stupid thing about her flirting, I'm going to make I it about that. her That's awesome. kicking ass in the business I, world. I, like, I made that yeah. mistake with my oh, daughter sure. who's turning eight. She was talking about her best friend who happens to be a boy. And I'm like, I need to meet this guy because I don't know what's going on. Why he? And she's like, Dad, we're not in love. We're just friends. All right. Sounds like you know what's going on. So <laughs> you got this under control. And I, like. Good for yeah. her. And it made me proud that she was like that forward with it. But, um, but it goes on. Like she gets demonized with the whole Justin Timberlake thing. Right. Like that was awful. That part made me so mad where he, they like interviewed her and they're like asking like if she's a virgin and she's like, you could tell she did not want to answer that question. It's none of their business. She shouldn't have to. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be a yeah. question that's ever asked. And so she still answered, and and she was like, you know, I just like she just she stated what she believed in. You know, she's like, I want to wait till marriage. I want to have it with someone that that means something. Well, and then they like interviewed Justin, and then freaking heck, they like basically like, I think they kind of pried it out of him a little bit. Like they kind of yeah. coaxed well, him. Well, for Brittany, it's you know, like, I don't have you had like it's making it a bad thing. Like, have you had sex? Right. Have you done the like the the, mm. the bad thing? But for Justin, it's like, yes. bro, good job. What, Did you bang her? Up. <laughs> it's like, come on, yeah. ew. Yeah, and they they like bas- they basically yeah. made him like say like confirm like yeah I tapped that yeah. or whatever it he was, said. It was like, just it was as so gross. Stupid. Yeah. And obviously, it was a lie. And look, Justin was a kid. They were both kids. Sure. And they mm-hmm. were both doing stupid yeah. things. Yeah. And like, I understand that. I don't like, I like JT. We listen to trolls all the freaking time in my house. <laughs> but it's yeah. just like the hypocrisy between men and women in the mm-hmm. industry. It's just kind well, of a gross double standard. And at one point. Well, and nobody called him out on his ramen noodle hair. Yeah, it's so bad. I mean, yeah. He's in the early 2000s. So- well, and they and they talk about <laughs> so it. They compare it at one point to being like that high school football player relationship, and it's true, right? Like that happens in high schools all the time, where a, a guy and a girl grow, yeah. go out, and then they break up, and it's always the girl's fault, and she's always the monster, and all these other things, and it's really bad, and that's what played out, yeah, on national coverage, um, news, social media at the time, like was, yeah, you know. Yeah. Poor Justin. She broke well, his heart. if you heart, think about whatever. it, too, like... Right. I still just want to know what she did. He's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, but, like... Uh, oh, what was it? Shoot, I forgot. I don't know. It was going to be really Didn't good. This? I don't I don't either. Nope, it's well, gone. you know, it's, it's interesting, gone. though. And, and I jokingly just said, I just want to know what she did. But that's exactly how it was treated. What did she do? What, who, who says she had to do anything? Can't it be mutual? Maybe he was the one who instigated everything. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. the way that she shaved her head and the stuff that she said at that time, you know, I just, I don't want anybody to touch me. I just, that sounds like somebody who's been abused in a lot of yeah. different ways. It, it's that really was the first thing that came to my mind. And I felt really bad for her. Uh, and, you know, Maybe, maybe it was Justin. Who knows? But the whole situation was 
it yeah, was left out. I think that's just a lot of well, then I mean skepticism. Like I don't, I don't, right. I don't think we should be pointing fingers. But I will say the way there, that but, I don't think like, anybody can. The way, <laughs> not just Brittany, but the way JT was handled with JT and Janet Jackson is just another like. And again, I'm not just trying to row yeah. on Justin, but it's this. Oh, I am. It's this fresh. Listen, <laughs> it's this frustrating thing where it's like this <laughs> nebulous idea. You want to be mad at someone. Yeah. You want to be mad at this situation because it's frustrating. Janet Jackson was blacklisted from like the Grammys after the Super Bowl situation, while Justin Timberlake won a Grammy that yeah. year, and he was invited back to the Super Bowl. And um, Janet has been. I mean, she's not allowed to go back to the Super Bowl because he ripped her outfit. Yeah. Like. It's not Justin's fault. I I don't think it's Justin's fault. But who the hell are we? Who the heck are we supposed to be mad at? It? <laughs> hell's, hell's fine. You can say that one. Uh, the wardrobe person. So it's just this nebulous idea where it, I think people are frustrated that there's this double standard and it's gross. But what? Yeah. Like, there's not a lot we can do about it. Well, there. And that's well, a frustrating. Well. Trying to put blame on someone, though, like you're saying, Steph, people want someone to be mad at. And with us not knowing the whole story, who are we to put blame on anything? Yeah. That's that's not our job. We can't do that. Only the people involved can do that. But yet we've well, got I, the paparazzi. I think it's difficult, too, because, you know, her, her parents weren't involved in her teenage no, life. Her handler. You yeah, know, her, her assistant, her, her handler, her what, was, what was her oh, name? Uh, um, yeah, the That's not friend. in your notes, It, was, it should um, be. <laughs> yeah, they talked to her a lot. And I feel kind of bad for her because she worked with Brittany for a really long time. And apparently they did not pay her well because she's still in some tiny house with like lots yeah, of. Yeah, in a teeny tiny house. Yeah, with like lots of decorations from Brittany <laughs> yeah. and everything. And you can tell she really adored that time. Oh, yeah. I mean, she could sell one of those awards and yeah. she'll And she'll it was make really bank. sad when, um, the her dad took over the conservatorship and this oh gosh we should know her name but she's like they didn't give Brittany any control they didn't know what she could do they just put her there yeah and had her perform so before we get into the conservatorship because that's really what the whole free Brittany movement is about uh, we kind of have gotten through Justin Timberlake and then then she marries Kevin um, Federline who K Fed yep K Fed um, who a lot of people felt like he was just trying to ride on her coattails into fame. And, and maybe there was a little bit of that, but they also had known each other for a long time. And I honestly think like after watching this and I don't know, this is just one thing, but I honestly think that she just wanted something that was comfortable and reminded her of home. Like she had done the whole dating famous person thing yeah. that didn't work out. So maybe just going back to somebody who'd been a long time friend or whatever. Um, I don't know. I, you, you can't always control who you fall in love with anyway. Is that, is that who K-Fed is? Uh, I like, I, I know, I remember like hearing the name and stuff, but I don't really know who Wasn't he, he is. Was he a backup dancer? I think he was. I know she had known dancer. him for a lot of years And I don't know why like I that, know that. Like they've been. He is a well, rapper. Well, so that's what he became after. Now, now. Yeah. And I don't know that I'd call it, like Not he's a good an inspiring one. rapper, maybe. Yeah. I think K-Fed is famous because of Britney, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, she said she wanted to get married and have kids and have a family. Yeah. she That's part of her persona. She's kind of like a small town girl, Southern charm. Yeah. 
Um, uh, they met at a uh, right. Hollywood club. Okay. Apparently, their eyes locked. And maybe from across they did. The room. People Wait, look like that all the time. Underneath his fedora. <laughs> underneath oh, his fedora, yes. But- <laughs> it, it, it's sad that Hollywood relationships don't seem to work out very well. Um, because I do think yeah. a lot of people do want that stability. Yeah. Or think they want that stability. I think I think a lot of people want that stability. I think there's I think everybody wants some kind of stability in their life, whether that's you want to get married or just have that support system, like some kind of group around you in, in some form. I think everybody wants that. I think you're right, Steph. I and it is sad that it doesn't work out for a lot of people in Hollywood. And, and I think that's, you know, reasons like, like Taylor Swift, um, you know, she kept her, her relationship with this guy secret mm-hmm. for like, f- what was it? Two, two, three years. Yeah. Like no one, no one knew except ex- until she, she occasionally Is started she bringing him to things. Right now? Uh, yeah. With uh, Joe Al- Alwyn. Taylor Swift. I mean, not to Taylor Swift is another person that I feel I really disliked her because she only wrote songs about her boyfriends. And I was like, that's so stupid. What an annoying girl. And then we have people like JT and these boy bands Mm -hmm. and all their songs are about girls. Yeah. But that's fine because they're boys. So it's okay for them. to write Yeah. JT like literally has a music video with a Britney lookalike in it. But that's yeah. Like if a girl writes songs about boys and wanting to be in love, then she's like desperate and needy and she needs to just get over it, you know, but boys can do it all the time. It's fine. It's no problem. Um, But she does have this breakdown and part of that is she can't see her kids. Everything that she's wanted has been taken away from her. She shaves her head. Like you guys said, she didn't want to be touched. Go ahead. And postpartum depression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They Which literally about kills yeah. people. It does. Which, which people still to this day think yeah. is made up. It's yeah. People like want to, but mental health is just they want to tone it down to like, oh, the baby blues. Like, yeah, everyone goes through the baby blues, but yeah. And, yeah, so yeah, she had like severe mental health issues. Yeah, and and postpartum depression just—I mean—that is so hard um, because as a mom, I think—and I'm not a mom, I don't know—but I'm married to one, and like, there's a lot of guilt that goes with it, where you you feel like you this is should be the happiest time of your life because you've got this baby and this is what you've always wanted or whatever, and then you're just yeah. not, and so then you got the guilt piled on top of everything. It's hard. Like it is a horrible hard. Well, thing. and everybody expects mm-hmm. you to be that way too. Mm-hmm. They everyone expects that. Oh well, she's a new mother. She should be happy. She should be overcome with joy. Meanwhile, she's getting no sleep. She's, I mean, she's cleaning diapers. She's doing all the stuff that moms do. You know, Zara, you can help with that and stuff. I don't know if anybody ever told you that, <laughs> but like, yeah, you can, can help with the baby, and you can do the diapers. You don't have to leave it all to her. I mean, she, he I probably can't do the most. I know you have. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I know you are. But no, I mean, it's, it's crazy though, because people expect that a, 
a newborn mother is going to be just full of joy. Oh, she was glowing. And now she looks like trash. Why does she look like trash? It's because she's not sleeping. Let the woman have a break. Can we talk about how the paparazzi does talk about people who just had babies? Yeah. Like, why, why haven't they lost the weight? Why isn't she wearing makeup? She's wearing the same clothes she wore yesterday. I know I wore clothes at least like five days in a row after my baby. I still wear clothes like that. I mean, I don't go anywhere. I sit in this office all day long. And also, if you felt unsafe uh, around a bunch of paparazzi that were chasing you and you had your baby in your arms. Yeah, you're going to get straight into the front seat and you're not going to worry about putting it. Putting the baby in, You're in the back the seat, like what? Because yeah, exactly. so what? You can get grabbed by the prop. Yeah. Open the back door. Right? They're going to just in, keep... strap them in. It's not like a yeah, bing bang boom. It takes a yeah. second. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're all banging on your car, and there's like flashing lights from the cameras. Yeah, and it's just well, yeah. one of the pictures was she was holding a baby and a cup of water, and like she was tripping, but <laughs> like <laughs> don't hold a baby and a cup of water. Who, Who hasn't tripped that? with? Come on. <laughs> but but who hasn't tripped with, with their baby but, and like again, if I was almost under the dropped it? Like, yes. Once I had a baby. I mean, I know I fell asleep and dropped my kit. My kid's been dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and the first uh, the first time that it my happened, sister got dropped. Like the first time that like I remember the first time that one of our kids like rolled off of our bed. We were both sitting right there, paying attention to everything, and he just rolled right off the bed. And you feel like the worst parent ever. And then they're like, "Fine." Like two minutes later, they're fine, and you realize, "Oh, by the sixth kid, it's like Baby's they fall bounce. down the stairs." And you're like, "Yeah, I'll be fine." Just kidding. Our kids have never fallen yeah. down the stairs, but you learn they're much more durable. Mine than do you think. on like a daily basis. What What's your secret there, Jake? Um, <laughs> But, but like when she tripped with the baby, like think about it. She's surrounded by the paparazzi trying to get through there and is probably yeah. frazzled because of everything that's going There's on. There's a lot going like, on. I mean, this is the yeah, last thing you're doing is, is looking different on the ground. Than when you step out onto a balcony and hang your kid from the balcony because you want everybody to get a picture of it. That's a very different thing than what happened with her yep. tripping on the sidewalk. And um, I, I, I don't know. It, but it's so easy to be like, oh, but there's the money shot as her tripping, and that's what sells the right. papers, and that's yep. what people want to see. Tabloids. Yeah. Well, and it seems very yeah. much like she wanted to, like, not keep her kids out of the spotlight, but only give them as much access as she felt comfortable with. Like, she did the cover fo- photo with K-Fed and the baby, and then you're like, you're like, okay, I'll give you this. Now leave us alone for a little bit. But there's never that let up. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. yeah. It just doesn't stop, and you just feel bad for her. Well, like Brittany's not a stupid person. Like she is a very, very smart, high functioning adult. Like there, there should be no reason that she even has you know a conservatorship. Well, uh, like she does. I, I don't know. Like, it's hard because at the time when the conservatorship gets put into place. Brittany was in a very bad spot in her life. Like she needed help. And in a lot of ways, take the conservatorship out of it. But the fact that people came in and helped her get the help that she needed and to kind of get things back on track is good because she needed help. Now you add in the conservatorship 
and the fact that yeah. it's still in place. And that's really where the debate comes in because when she goes into it, she's, you know, just shaved her head. She's getting involved with this guy who's obviously just in it for the money. The Sam, whatever his name yeah. was, Luigi. Oh, the yeah. sleazy celeb, like guy who just gets close to celebrities. Yeah. Luigi, Mario, it's, it's like Luigi. Uh, yeah, I said Luffy. Sleazy. Yeah, Luffy. yeah Sam, Sam Luffy. Luffy. Yeah, oh. I knew what you were saying, Steph. I was with you. Lufty. Mr. Lufty. isn't it? Lufty? Yeah, it is Sam Lufty. Lufty. I couldn't read my own handwriting. That's right. Um, but <laughs> but she starts getting involved with him, um, and like her career, she is a super talented person, super smart person. But her career was really struggling at that point. I think everything in her life was really struggling. She needed yeah. help. And so, oh, yeah. and, but, but was the conservatorship well, that's the, the question. answer? Like, I think that's also the, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly the big debate is yeah. like, yeah, she was in a really bad place. And a lot of people have been in bad places like that, even celebrities and singers. Like, yeah, everybody goes through stuff. But like, when, I don't know, like, do we think it was ultimately, I mean, was it ultimately her parents? Who were like, this is what we're I, doing. We're doing the conservatorship. Like, sounds like it was her dad. I, I, I don't necessarily think it was her mom. Okay, mostly her I, dad. I don't think her mom's yeah, played her mom like kind of in the background. any kind of big part in her I, life anymore. Like, I I think she she spent a lot of time focusing on, uh, you know, uh, Jamie Lynn, the the sister Jamie. Yeah. Did you notice uh, that's their dad yeah, and their mom name combined? Of, yeah. I learned that while watching yeah. the name this child like <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Let's name her after both of us and maybe she'll get Stephen famous. Stephen Blake. Stephen Blake? That sounds like a great name. Yeah, it's perfect. Bless. Um It just reminds me of Stephen maybe, Blake. <laughs> maybe like Blakeney or something. That is our couple name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was Bluff. I like Bluff. <laughs> I don't know why, like but Bluff. the other day like I was Pokemon. I was driving to parks. <laughs> I was driving to Park City, and I was uh, I was listening to your guys's to cutscenes and cupcakes, Aww. and I was trying to come up with uh, <laughs> a, a name with your three <laughs> oh ladies like names combined, and I could not figure out one for the life of me. I went through probably like ten different names in my head. I would have just gone with Marcy. Cool, Marcini. Marcini, yeah. I don't know. Now I'm gonna have to think about it. I don't know. Um, I just think it's funny that that's what goes through Colin's head while he's driving. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was super <laughs> random. What do you think about Zoner? <laughs> what are your nuggets of I, wisdom? I have no nuggets of wisdom. It's a dangerous game you're playing. Remember, right now, my Steph. brain is frozen. Dangerous game. Asking yeah, for donors. You really wisdom. don't want to go there. You, you really don't want to go there. So, so yeah. Okay, so Brittany back to the her head. Yeah. And I want to point out, there's been many times of distress where I don't shave my head, but I either cut my hair or I dye my hair. It's not that like abnormal of a thing. No. And usually don't women cut bangs? Oh, yeah. yeah. And or isn't cut that bangs? like the Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the joke. Yeah. Cut their bangs or or go There's like super, super short. Like 
Usually, if, drastic, usually yeah. there's like a stigma if they if they cut their hair like super short, something's going on in their life, or they just had this huge when you life don't feel like moment. in control of your Something life, like you that. try to control one of the only things you can. When, and yeah, it was heartbreaking your hair. when she said, "I don't want people to touch me anymore." And you're just like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that makes sense yeah, why she like, would cut her happened? hair. Like, yeah, yeah. when. When I used to have facial hair, that's how I would do it is I would either shave or grow out or whatever to kind of change that look up instead of, but yeah, like you feel mm-hmm. like I get it, that, that sense of, I want to control something. Um, and you do, you feel yeah. awful for, her. and that's when I really started to feel like I was the biggest jerk ever because I totally remember making fun of her when she shaved her head. Yeah. Everybody did. And yeah. she was in a lot of trouble. Like, actual trouble yeah i remember like not not too long before she shaved her head um i i don't know how old i was i was i was probably like in my early teens uh when that happened you're in high school uh, around that and, time wasn't that like 2007 uh, no i was a little younger because because i got i remember being really upset <laughs> really upset for some reason uh like she because she she left her mic on um one day when uh she was backstage uh and she was at some some big concert and she started just like bad mouthing about her fans and so me having you you know this huge crush on her i was i was just crushed that she would Refer to me that way. I don't remember what age you were, or, but I was whatever age she was. I don't, was I don't time, remember so. what it was, but. <laughs> That's how I remember what age I yeah. was. Whatever age she was is the age I was. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it was, I don't know. So, so there were, you know, there's, there's moments leading up to this just yeah. complete outburst that. You know, she, she needs to be free from everything that's going on. Like she's. In in some senses, she's fed up with her life and where it's at, and like yeah. she's not happy anymore. You know, she's she's done everything in her career that that she's achieved, but but now she feels like she's just running this life for for other people. And I I feel like that's part yeah. of the conservatorship as well, right? You know, her her dad and and the lawyers they're they're treating this like like a business, not necessarily. So- like so like a way of helping I, her you know the dad so, wants a boat it it's mentioned several times yeah. like daddy just so, wants a boat when when the conservatorship gets put into place um we can all agree she was not in a great mental health situation um we can talk well, about she, yeah. go ahead she so. verbally agreed to yeah. the conservatorship at the time well, yeah. I think she probably recognized yeah. she needed well, help, but yeah, did she know that it was no. going to be a lifelong thing? That's I I doubt, and it. that it would be so hard to change. Well, and she probably wasn't in a yeah. total great. I mean, well, obviously, she wasn't in a great state at the time, and so she probably just didn't think she had any other options, or maybe she didn't have the energy or um, support to look for other options. She was just like, yeah, I know this is really bad. And someone's offering me a, a hand. Maybe it wasn't the best hand. And she probably trusted her dad to be like, okay, Brittany needs this help. 
and then it's done. Like, yeah, help well, me get she through did, this part of my life. She did have the wherewithal to talk to that lawyer that they interviewed. Uh, and I can't remember his name, but, but she met with him and wanted him to represent her personally. And she said, Springsteen. yeah, Streisand, Streisand. Yeah. Streisand. That's right. Singing. I knew it was like a famous singer name, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the actual famous stri- singer. It wasn't Barbara Streisand, but a guy that has the same last name. It yeah. wasn't? Um, I don't think he's related at all, so but weird. I don't think so. Um, they didn't mention it in the documentary anyway. And that's all I know about him is what was in the documentary. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, she met with him and was like, I can't, I know that this is going to happen, that it's going to be put into place, but I need someone who can represent me legally. Um, and then they said, no, because once the conservatorship went into place, she didn't have the ability to hire her own lawyer. So they hired a lawyer for her that obviously is not going to represent her best interests as much as theirs and everything. But so obviously she understood that it was going to be for a time, but I don't think that anyone anticipated it being forever, um, which is an interesting thing because typically with a conservatorship um, that's put into place because the person cannot take care of themselves. And it's typically not a temporary thing. Usually like a power of attorney is going to be something that's temporary, but a conservatorship is like this person does not have the capacity to take care of themselves. Therefore we need to have this conservatorship. And they talked about the two different, you've got the conservatorship of person and the conservatorship of, of assets and, and whatever. And, um, typically that only happens when the person cannot, and is incapable permanently to take care of themselves. And so it was an interesting thing that it was even ever talked about being temporary because it's typically not with a conservatorship. Well, they mentioned it's usually with elderly people. So Mm -hmm. yeah, like if it's with an elderly person, you expect that to last until they pass. Britney Spears was like, what, in her 30s? She hopefully has a long life ahead of her. Like, yeah, exactly. And typically it's, it's either someone who's elderly or someone who, who mentally um, is, can't take care of themselves. Isn't capable. Isn't capable and will never be capable. Um, The only time I think that would ever be temporary is if it's like with a minor who, you know, they're going to be, they have a conservator because mom and dad are dead and they've got something that needs to be managed. And they may be when they turn 18, then that would expire or something like that. But not typically somebody who's in their late twenties, healthy, capable, like that's just weird. One. Yeah. She's not grandma with Alzheimer's. One of my notes is um, her brother sounds like a dick. Yep. Because they did (laughs) an interview with him and he was like, yeah, she (laughs) wants to have like control over her life and to say what she wants to say and do what she wants to do. And even the interviewer is like, yeah, like a person. Like constitutional rights. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. And so if that's what. Which I loved (laughs) that he said that, like really just. Well, jab him back because I mean, at at that point, you're you're just a douchebag. What you want to call it? Uh, jerk yeah douchebag. Uh, that's a good term like, like whatever it. you want to call him like 
Um, and if yeah. that's the like <laughs> um, mentality that the dad is giving chauvinist. to his offspring, that's what I was looking. Well, for. You can just imagine chauvinist. what the dad is saying about the chauvinism. The women yeah. in their family. The chauvinism definitely came into play because yeah. he, he mentioned not just that. Oh yeah, she wants to be in control of her life. But he says, well, you know, all these women. I'm the only guy in the family besides my dad, and I've always been listening to what they want and this and that. Like it was not very complimentary, and it was because they were women. And it yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it was it, he. He did. He did not look good. No. Well, and what's disappointing is like during all this, you yeah. hear nothing from Jamie. Yeah, Lynn. where was she? She wasn't like. like where is Zoe she? Zoe One Hundred One wasn't like, airing what? at this time, was, was it? it? Jamie Lynn and Zoe One Hundred One. <laughs> was she Zoe? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't you watch Zoe 101? Yeah, she was Zoe in Zoe 101. I love that show. Yeah, that show was great. And that was the interesting thing to me because they talked about how the dad got involved and the conservatorship was in the dad's name. And and I was thinking the whole time that, like, mom and dad must have been divorced because mom's nowhere to be found in any of this. But, no, she was just – when they talked about it, they're like, oh, she was too busy working with Jamie Lynn on everything. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Like – I don't know what Jamie Lynn has done, and I didn't know she'd been in Zoe 101, but, like, Brittany seems to be the meal ticket for the whole family. I don't understand why you're not focusing all of your efforts there. Like, you don't need to love the other children because Brittany's – Yeah, because Jamie Lynn even had, like, her own album and um, and a couple other things. But she's I don't definitely know what she's the Haley Duff of the, of the two. Yeah, like the Haley to Brittany's Hillary Duff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's been in, like, Napoleon Dynamite, and that's basically it. <laughs> Like that you would remember her for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I had to think about that. What Haley Duff has actually done. Yeah. I mean, other than that's the only thing I really know her from um, and that she's Hillary Duff's sister. That's really all I know. Yeah. So you need when you when you have a sibling who becomes yeah. much more famous than you, you hope that that sibling is going to be like Bill Murray or Ron Howard, where they just kind of bring you along on all of their projects and throw you in a role. Like are Bill Murray and Ron Howard no, brothers? They each have a sibling that they always bring in. Like in Groundhog Day, Bill Murray's half-brother is the mayor of the town. Um, Ron Howard's brother is in everything that Ron Howard does. He's a goofy-looking guy, but he's in everything that Ron Howard directs. So, Yeah, you need a sibling like Wes Anderson, who just uses the same ten actors for every movie he does. Yeah, perfect. Or who does... Who is it? Sean Gunn. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. James Hunter. Gunn yeah. is the director, and then Sean Gunn is always in James all Gunn of his stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Even if he's just in a costume yeah. or whatever. That's yeah, so nice. Yep, he's always there. That's what you need is a sibling like that. <laughs> so Jamie Lynn's uh, latest credits were one episode Wait, of all. So that. like back in the uh, early two thousand. That's, that's her most recent. No, twenty oh, twenty in twenty twenty. Oh, the revival because they rebooted. Oh. They rebooted I I did, uh, did. all that. That's good. That's good. That's good. That this is. Our I'm, I'm happy that they rebooted it because um, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Ashley Baines and Kel Mitchell. They both need work again, so it's good that they're back working on all that. And Amanda, Amanda Bynes, Bynes. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Amanda and then, Bynes. And, probably who? The next documentary. Yeah, probably. Sorry, oh, Ashley and definitely. Yeah, where the heck is she? I wrote a whole list of people um, that like I feel bad about how they were treated. And it includes Ashley, yeah. Amanda. I'm, Amanda. Sorry, Biden, my fault, my fault. Megan Fox. Um, who else is on it? Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. 
you think about like, yeah, I mean, sorry, this is a huge tangent, but she wore baggy clothes. Like she's worn them her entire life because she doesn't want to get sexualized the way yeah. that these girls are getting sexualized. And the day she turned 18, mm-hmm. Billie Eilish porn yeah. was a huge Google search. And they're like, it, it's just so frustrating. Paris but, Hilton, who but showed Billie up Eilish in the Britney document. is the bad guy. I mean, she says so in her song. <laughs> well, Britney oh says gosh. she's not as innocent. But, but like true. Billie Eilish even... Yeah, well, and, and Billie, Billie Eilish, Eilish also was made fun of hugely for 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 her Tourette's when when she yeah. came out stating that she had Tourette's, and and people just ridiculed her for that as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Billie oh, Eilish. I, Monica I, Lewinsky I is on either. the list too. Oh yeah, they mentioned her at the beginning of the documentary. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They were people weren't that mean to her. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I will yes, lose my I'm, mind right was, now. Okay. Just, <laughs> I have strong feelings about Monica Lewinsky and their positive feelings. I think. I'm just surprised she hasn't suicided herself. She has come out very anti-internet uh, bullying. And it's been a really, like, her TED Talk yes. is excellent. Yeah. Her armchair Aww. expert ex- episode is so good. Yeah. Nice. And that was a shot at Hillary Clinton, for those who don't know. <laughs> And all the conspiracy Okay, I get theories. it. I get it. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is on the list of people yeah. that are treated poorly. She was so – All a lot of these people that you have on your list are so talented. But um, you forget that because all of their talent and ability is lost in the, in the tabloid stories and um, yep. the off-the-camera stuff. The yeah. mistreatment. Well, and – Paris Hilton, it. who showed up in the documentary. Okay, she may she, be one that isn't necessarily super talented, okay. but... That's true, but if you listen to why she took on the persona she did, especially in relation to Utah mm-hmm. and how she was treated at the rehabs, it's really interesting. I don't think she's as stupid as she no, was. No, I don't think she's... I don't think she's stupid. I don't I think so. I just don't think she brings... She's, she's not yeah. an actress. She, she doesn't sing. Yes. Like... She's not stupid, though. And I shouldn't say that she – because everybody has talents. I shouldn't say she doesn't have talent, but it's not the same. I understand what you're coming from. Yeah. Um, she's not uh, She's not a huge superstar in terms of music or acting or, or whatever. She's not an artist. Is, right. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I think there's, you know, there's a lot of stigmas about, about even, you know, young – young guy actors in, in some senses, like, yeah. you know, Macaulay Culkin, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's had, you know, these huge mental issues um, because of how he was treated. Jake Lloyd, oh, who played yeah. Anakin, little mm-hmm. kid, Anakin Skywalker, you know, he's, he's suffering from some pretty major illnesses now because of the rap that he received after that and being made fun of in school for, for and you think of like uh, Corey Heim and Corey Feldman from the eighties. Like they didn't go through, yeah. they went through a lot. Like being a child actor, yeah. Drew Barrymore in the eighties, being a child in the limelight doesn't sound like a good plan. No, no. Well, we've, we've mentioned Michael Jackson, but look at how messed up that dude became. And he was in the limelight from when six years old or something like that. And, you know, you don't have that childhood and you're bombarded by paparazzi. You're, you're constantly treated a certain way. 
I don't see how anybody survives that. Yeah. It's, I I don't know. I don't know how you do it. There's so many that haven't. Uh, And the ones that have, it seems like the reason why they have is they maybe did some movies when they were younger and then they just kind of stopped, you know, like they stop acting and that's when they get into more of a normal lifestyle because they're not constantly in the limelight anymore and you forget about them and you they're the ones that you google to find out what are they doing now and they're like owning a pizzeria or something like Mm -hmm. that you're like oh good for them that's awesome like way to be you yeah yeah well i think too like a big part of that is is having a support system right a lot of these people don't have that support system because well and having they can't really branch out that much of you like talk about macaulay culkin over here and yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore, who was being taken oh, to yeah. clubs when she was 10 years old. Like, these kids aren't being yeah. protected, and their parents are treating them like cash cows and not yeah. little little kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't remember who I was talking to the other day, but we are kind of talking about, like, like movie stars and even, like, TV stars and singers, like, do a movie, do a, like a single album or something. I mean, obviously like if it's something you love and you want to make a career out of it, then awesome. But like, if you're just wanting to get some money, then like do just like the one thing and then retire. It's like you are set for life (laughs) because yeah. Cause like once you get money into it, especially a lot, a lot of money, Mm -hmm. billions that Britney Spears has, that's where it gets really, really difficult. And I think that that's, you know, I mean, obviously that's a huge part of the conservatorship is because she has so much money and that someone needs to manage well, it. And apparently she can't, or I don't know, whatever like topic, the reasoning Marley. was really good. Job. <laughs> at the time. Well, I want to talk about the, well, like the it, conservatorship and like the trial yes. and like what's yeah, happening now, but it's really, really interesting to, to like, it, I don't know. I guess if I was a celebrity and I had that much money, I would be like, why? Why hold on to it? Like, give it to charities. Give it to people who yeah. need it. Like, I, I don't know. That's a I think you story. become addicted to the <laughs> to the famous and to the rush that comes along with that. I know I am. That's why I continue well, to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I laughed really hard at that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no. It was so much money over It was over a joke. Here. So your laugh is a problem. I think you're right, Marley, when you talk about it being run like a business. Because typically with a conservatorship, it's this person has money and assets – or we just have to manage their life so that they can live and survive. It's not yeah. about using that person then to generate revenue for yourself and your lawyers. And that's what's yeah. happening with yeah. Brittany right now or what it looks like is happening with Brittany is that like, yeah, we're taking it over and we're deciding what you're going to do for your career. Now you're going to go do this job. You're going to go do this job. And it's all about still making money and the revenue that it's generating. And like how much of a percentage should dad get from that revenue because he's managing everything. How much of a percentage should the the lawyer guy get for that revenue from that revenue because he's helping to generate it. Like that's not what a conservatorship should be because if she's able to go out there and produce and make money and work, yeah, she came out with some yes. really good well, albums. Well, and if she's doing a residency in Las Vegas, that's controlling where she's living, what she can do, how often her kids can see her, mm-hmm. when she can, yeah, when she can see her kids. Mm-hmm. Like that has that's giving so much control to yeah. her conservator, I guess her dad, her dad, 
to tell her when she can do and what she can do what and not have control over her life. Right. Yeah. Which to me, I, I, I keep going back to in my head, uh, which, uh, her, her, uh, family friend was, was Felicia. Uh, I knew it had like some pop culture. Bye Felicia. Uh, And so, yeah. (laughs) Her friend, Pina Colada. Uh, yeah. So like, why, why is she not in charge of the conservatorship? I feel like she's the perfect person to where she's grown up with, you know, not grown up, but like she's been there for Brittany mm-hmm. during, you know, some of these darkest times. Yeah, and, she was her I think support the hard system. Thing, like, obviously, she needs something that big is that a conservatorship isn't necessarily decided by the person who's going to be who they're setting it up for. But it's... It, the conservative, conservative thank you. But they try to pick a conservator who has their best interests in mind. Um, Supposedly. And is going to make those tough decisions. I don't think that they would look at Felicia and say, oh, she would make decisions contradictory to what Brittany would want. Because you need somebody who's going to be able to say, well, that's not really in your best interest. So, no, we're not going to do that. I think Felicia would be like, hey, you want to go do that? Hey, that sounds great. Like, let's go take another trip to Europe because that was a lot of fun. Like. Because that's she just enjoyed being with Brittany, um, and so I think that would be the tough thing with getting her as the conservator. But I think the way that her dad is running things is it's very clearly he's running it like a business. Well, he's not. I don't think he's got the smarts to run it like a business. I think the lawyer well, guy was running it like a business because dad's not that smart. Well, and they made a really good point in the documentary too that it's like. <laughs> the funds that are going into the lawyers for Brittany and the lawyers for her dad is all coming from the same source, Brittany's money. And it's like, how, like, how are they going to get out of this? How is she, how is she going to get out of it? You know, obviously that's the courts for the courts to decide, but like, like everybody's working for the same I don't know. It's just such like a weird well, circle. Well, I think this documentary is going to help that a lot. Well, and, and part of yeah. me to thinks have that a conclusion, hopefully, and hopefully it does. Yeah, but I I think there's going to be two things that that she needs on her side. She either needs a younger judge, or yeah. she needs a female judge. Because I feel like if if it goes to that that older generation type of judge they're going to look at it and think uh no well, the man I, should be running yeah this i business. think the other difficult thing that she's got um going against her is they can make a really easy case of when the conservatorship was put into place this was the state of britney's affairs and this is where things were look at where she's at now she's doing much better mental health wise she's doing yeah. much better just Generally speaking, she seems to be put together. Um, she's making more money. She's more. Her career is doing much better. So all of the success we can look at and say, yeah, look how capable she is. But on the back end, they can take all of that as evidence of look at how much she needed this conservatorship compared to where she was right. before it was put into place. Yeah. And if her dad look at look at what we've done yeah. with and this. if her dad is in charge of what mental health professionals she can see exactly it's he's gonna have control over that um you hope that she's taking the meds she needs to be taking but if he's in control over that i mean i'm not trying to say that he's but it's not the first time things like that have been done like a munchausen 
syndrome kind mm-hmm. of situation. That that would well, be interesting. Well, and I'm sure that that they just have hired help, right? That, when, that's helping take care of her. I don't. I don't necessarily think her dad is, you know, going. No, and, he was. And they showed her and sitting down and talking to yeah, her. Yeah, the and, grits. He could. He could like the power though. One, one time, obviously, it was all <laughs> staged, but. Uh, which, by the way, if you're staging something, you want to show how great you're taking care of your daughter, put on something better than a tank top undershirt, please. And make something better yeah. than eggs. It's... Oh, she likes eggs. I make eggs for her. And then he goes to give it to her. She doesn't want them. It was awesome. I love that part. Is there enough cheese yes. in this baby girl? Uh-huh. Yeah. Cheese in these grits. No, it was, yeah, grits, it was grits, wasn't yeah. it? It was cheese grits yeah. he made. Which, you know, cheese so grits. Thing. The big question with the conservatorship was always, she agreed to it initially. Um, and you have these people that have started following this free Britney stuff and looking at, okay, she's sending out these secret messages to say that she's not wanting this. Oh, yeah. And that was the ongoing discussion of, is she really happy in the conservatorship or is she not happy in the conservatorship conservatorship and wants to get out? Um, and it seemed like a lot of the stuff was really kind of, like I could see where they were getting what they were getting, like looking at the Instagram posts that they showed on the documentary and things like that. But like they were digging to find that stuff. Right. Oh yeah. But it seems like within the last couple of years, she's made a very strong statement about where she stands on the conservatorship. Like we mentioned her residency in Las Vegas and it talks about she was going to have this huge new residency and the night that they were supposed to, like that that was awesome. I mean, yeah, and she just yeah, she just walks through her. it. And like, like her dad cool. wants to control what she can do, yeah. and she's just like, no. Is that is that what what the message was? Because like I was trying to figure out, I was like, was that yeah. her dad's way of like being like, huh, no, you can't have this. We're taking it away, or was that her? No, being like, that was, no, no. That's that's her yeah. saying, I want to make my own. Because what she started to do now is she won't work because she started to realize that yeah. part of what's driving this conservatorship is that they're making so much money off of it, off of her working. So if she stops working, that starts drying oh. up a little bit. And, and that give that's the only thing she can gotcha. do. It's, it's the only thing she can do at this point. And, yeah. And they can't force her to work. Yeah. Right. And like, she stopped posting on social media. Hmm. Like she totally shut you know, down. She, she has enough money. She doesn't have yeah. to maintain a lifestyle to, to, to live her life. Like she can literally just, yeah. yeah. Chill and be good. Not really and, chill. And it's interesting because as she started know, doing that, like but, with the residency in Vegas and then just kind of not doing any more work after that, um, like they got rid of the lawyer that was the uh, the co-conservator. Um, and so some, some things started to happen. Like they just – like he had just written a new deal that got approved that was going to up the, the percentage from the revenue that he was going to make. And then like – 30 days later they fired him and he was gone. Like it looks like some things are starting to move in her favor behind the scenes. Maybe. I don't know, Steph, what do you think? You're smiling like you're, you're got a thought there. Uh, No, I was just, I hope that she can have a fair trial. Yeah. I think that there's so many people that are worse off than she is that have control over their lives. And yeah. so you want you want her like to five have five of them that are sitting right here, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 
So it's just sad. And it's sad when you I mean, financially, see- we're all worse off than Britney Spears financially. Yes. I think that's oh. fair to say. <laughs> yeah. Even if you combined all oh. of our networks. Yeah. <laughs> no way. So, yeah, you kind of just want to see her, yeah, take control of her life, be able to take control of her life, be able to be a mom, figure out, like, custody battles with K-Fed. And just, I don't know. I think... And if she wants to continue to sing and to make I albums, think if she you know, got like control, if that's she what she wants to do. Yeah. And you know what? Good for her, whatever Which she chooses. She should. Like, yeah. Retire, and, be and done. I think one thing you've got to consider too, when she was doing all the stuff where she was, you know, out of control and struggling, she was also like in her twenties who didn't do stupid stuff when they were 20. The difference is you don't have a million people with cameras following you around while you're doing it. Right. Every stupid decision that you make. She's coming up on 40. Like there's a lot more maturity and a lot of things that she's learned and grown. And like, I think, you know, if she decides if she were to get that fair trial stuff and and the conservatorship were to go away, I think you're right. She may decide she doesn't want to be in the limelight anymore. And she just wants to put her life in a position where she can be with her kids and, and live that life that she wants to. And honestly, she's earned that. She should be able to do that if she wants. Yeah, I think we get in our heads this idea that famous people should just deal with with like the paparazzi. They should just deal with being famous. It's part of and I have definitely felt that way at times, but you see the real harm that it's brought to people. And it's it, it is part of the job, but it shouldn't be the consuming part of your job. Yeah. 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 Yet everybody still wants to be famous. Like that's still the yeah. big goal. Uh, and paparazzis that... are still around. Yeah. Which they're they're disgusting. I I mean honestly, if if you're a paparazzi person and you're listening to this, you don't have to if you don't want to, because you're probably a horrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no problem saying that. Problem. Like honestly, like. Um. Watching this and and seeing other things like you you brought up Princess Diana, but like this, hearing some of the recordings when like Britney's in the car in tears because she wasn't able to see her kid, obviously in a tough time because she just shaved her head and all this other stuff. And they're just like, hey, Britney, are you okay, Britney? Hey, Britney, hey, you know, taking all the pictures and everything like you're just like, they're just awful people. The umbrella paparazzi guy was like, yeah, we were just trying to be nice to her and ask her how she was. And it's like. Good no, Lord. Take some cues. <laughs> Put the camera no. away and go up and ask her if that's what your intent yeah. is. You know, put the camera in your car. Be go a real up, human. Try and have yeah, a con- act- yeah. Try and try and have a normal conversation yeah. as a person would speak. Yeah. With don't act person. like you're her friend and you care. You don't. Uh, it- <sighs> yeah. I was watching an episode of, yep, and, and I coming. know you're going to make fun of me, Jake. It's fine. Of keeping up with the Kardashians, and you know Kim is Kim is trying to you know get away from these these paparazzi, and it gets to the point where like they have to go through and they have to schedule multiple cars at the same time yeah. Yeah. so that they all split off, oh my gosh. and so they don't know which car she's in, and you know the paparazzi has to lessen, and then you know eventually they're gonna. You know, split off. Someone finds them and tips off the others, and now yeah. they're all back. Like, well, you- it's it's insane. Like, it's literally just sitting there and tracking these individuals you think of, all um, day. Kim's cry, like talking about Kanye's mental health problems, 
and saying he's mentally unwell, but yeah. people, and he's such a big story right now. And yeah, he's a little like, these people are all a little infamous, but they are still humans. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Cause it, nobody should have to go through that. Um, but it, it's hard when you're living your life that much in the public eye, um, that some of that stuff is going to happen. And, but is that an excuse for people to not be decent to you? I don't know. And it's not, it's, it's a, not, it's that's a, the easy answer is it's not, but it's a crazy circle because I yeah. mean, it's like the, uh, any press is good press yeah, kind of thing. Well, and a lot of those paparazzi people think they're like, well, you chose to be this famous, you chose to be a celebrity, so you chose to have your life opened up and exposed, and we can say whatever we want about you. And it's just like, and no, they know they'll get the multi-million dollars for these pictures, like Zahner yeah. was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how do we stop that? At the, yeah. I mean, not us particularly. Stop buying yeah, the magazines. I mean, who does buy ma- but yeah. Well yeah, but now it's websites, right? If it's not magazines and yeah. it's like TMZ.com yes. and yeah. other websites like that. No, yeah. Oh, except Teen Vogue all the is different getting hits pretty that woke, you get so and... you can buy that still. Teen Vogue is getting woke. You heard it here <laughs> it first. <is. laughs> um I don't know. I, I hope that she gets a fair shot. Um, it, it seems like, and it's hard because we don't know all the details yeah. behind the scenes and, and this documentary was skewed, right? And, and a lot of any documentary you watch is typically pretty skewed and not yeah. uh, unbiased. They have an agenda and they're trying to, to bring you to a point. Uh, and this one obviously was, was very sympathetic to yeah. the free Britney hashtag and cause. Um, so we don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes to be completely fair. Well, yeah. Well, and I feel like I feel like that's yeah uh, an issue too, right? Because no one no one wanted to talk to these guys from right. the conservatorship side. Like they went they went through and they listed like everyone that that they tried mm-hmm. to reach out to yeah. for comment, and and no one no right. one would and would reply. You know, even even yeah. even the mom. The only won't member say of the anything. family who said anything is her brother, and he didn't have anything really worth saying. Yeah, and yeah, obviously he's a huge help. I really think that not knowing all of the details, obviously it's hard to say that this is what should happen. But I want it to be fair, and I want because right now it looks like it's not, and that's I just think, not awesome. I think what it should what should happen from this, what we can do is just be kinder to yeah. people and think more critically about just everyone who we're mocking and why we're mocking them. Yeah. On that note, I, I want to apologize, Colin and Zoner. I think I've said mocking things about both of you tonight. <laughs> well, I think we need to keep in mind though, there are some people who just need to be mocked. I mean, they, they deserve it. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty mockable. It's Okay. Don't worry, I I had a rough enough childhood that that I yeah, can same. take it. It's fine. Same. <laughs> but I think you know you're exactly right, Steph. I mean, we just need to be nicer as a society in general. We just need yeah. to be nicer. We need to show people. We need to. Sh- I heard someone saying that we need to show them yeah. grace, the grace that we would want shown. Um, you know, yeah. cut people slack. So I need to publicly apologize mm-hmm. to. Um, 
Bradley Cooper and Robert Downey Jr. for saying they have resting douche face. Yeah. Brad, RDJ, like you heard it and here. Sorry. Steph apologizes. You kind of do still have perma-douche face. But, I know they listen I mean, what all can the time. you do about it? <laughs> you know, all, all sometimes a spade is a spade. <laughs> um, call call it like it is. There's a reason why... Robert Downey Jr. was a perfect casting for Tony Stark, who is infamously not a nice guy. Like, <laughs> I agree. So, I thought that was yeah. perfect casting. Um, I, I agree. We need to be kinder. So everybody, be kinder to people out there. Um, you don't know what everybody's going through. It's really easy when you look at somebody who's famous and you think you've got the whole story because you know they're famous and so everything's documented. It's really easy to think that, but you don't. Uh, and so be kind. Everybody's got their own trials that they're going through. Um, and it's just better to be kind not knowing what they're going through than to assume you do know and be a jerk about it. So, Because even if somebody is yeah. going through anyway, it doesn't matter. There's no reason to be mean. <laughs> There's just not. There's like no excuse to be mean to people. Um, there you go. That's how and I'm going to you didn't think we could no. talk about this for a full hour and look at us. I know. I know. I'm impressed. Before the show, I just want to say before the show, Colin asked what our format for the show was going to be. I don't know why. Like, I have recorded with you, I don't know know. how many episodes now, and we've never had a format. What's our format going to be for this show? It's going to be question, answer, panel. I I tried to force a format when we were doing some of the Mandalorian recaps, but no one would have it. They just went off on their own. They went rogue. That's why people Terrible like us. Things. I think. So rude. I don't know. We don't get enough format. feedback. <laughs> we, we don't know, we we don't know why people like us because we don't get enough right. feedback. But if you'd like to send us some feedback, we have an email address. What is that email address, Colin? <laughs> feedback at soulandroids.com. Please email us or Facebook us or Instagram us or, I don't know, leave us a five-star review or not a five-star review. If I guess what kind of person us, asks for fine. not a five-star review? <laughs> Colin? <laughs> Listen, all I need you to say is the is the email address. I'll take care of the social media part, okay? And the reviews. I'll take care of the social media and the reds. Yeah, tell yeah, us, so tell you us find about us anywhere the on social media, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places at Stolen Droids. Uh, you can also go to our website, StolenDroids.com. Um, we would love to hear from you there of course uh we would love for you to leave a five-star review on any of the podcast formats that you listen to yeah stop oh. or a four star i'll Can take a four star reviews on spotify no all right listen <laughs> no. it's a real it's a real problem here done. we can't have him throwing stuff out there like that <laughs> oh hey. hey you listen here <laughs> You go in last oh, place. Uh, make sure to cut, check out Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Yes. Well. If you guys haven't listened to Cutscenes yes. and Cupcakes, that is yeah, they're pretty the podcast cool. that Steph and Marley are both on, and it is fantastic. Uh, I I am now a proud owner of a PS4, and probably because of them. So Yay! And Season 4 yeah, just season started. Season 4 just started so. last Yay. week, and the first side mission came out this week. Anyway, yep. lots of fun stuff going on there. It's a Good time to jump hey, in. Hey, what's what's that? what's that logo up at the top right? Oh, hey, what's that logo that up at the top right? What's RemoteCon, Colin? Well, RemoteCon, you see, is this amazing convention that our dear friend Steph originally created, and you know, 
we do donations for for charities. Yep, we are doing this time around JDRF, which is the Juvenile Diabetes Research Fund. Um, they do a lot of great uh, research to fight type one diabetes and hopefully find a cure. So Yay. they're awesome, and they're a great support system when you get diagnosed as a kid for with diabetes. They send you all sorts of stuff to let you know you're not alone. So great Yay. organization to support. Aw, yeah, that's awesome. Stay tuned for more updates about. RemoteCon 2. I love that. Yep, RemoteCon 2. Bigger, better, remoter. Bigger, better, remoter. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's cool, Colin. Look I think that he's changing the logo back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> so trippy. We wrote that tagline thinking it was so funny because we would probably be doing RemoteCon in person. So many logos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it Jokes ended on up us. not being funny. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to call it in-person <laughs> con. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, watching. We love you all. Be kind to each other. As free Britney. Would say. Hashtag free Britney. Free Britney. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.